Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So a few weeks ago, I asked Sarah to watch Love is Blind, and she did her homework and watched the entire second season in like one afternoon. I don't know how she did that blows my mind. But before she could come and share her candid thoughts on it, we actually had Danielle Rule from the second season on our show to talk about her experience as a participant. If you haven't listened to that already, please go back and do so. But now, finally, we have Sarah's very candid thoughts, feelings, and podpinions on Love is Blind, and I am so ready to hear what she thought about one of my favorite shows. I'm Alicia Rye. And I'm Sarah Wendell. Welcome to Love Struck Daily, where we bring you love stories each and every weekday. Alicia. Hi, Sarah. Between the hours of three and eight, I watched uh-huh. season two of Love is Blind. I, I do not understand how you cram that into five hours, but continue. <laughs> I will tell you. Okay. First, there is a moment when I was watching the reunion show where I was on my love seat and I was curled mm. up in a little ball. I was an entire body of cringe. I mm. now have nine pack abs from the cringe. Mm-hmm. This is how much cringe we're talking about. But the secret to um, mainlining reality TV quickly, especially if you're doing it for your podcast with your friend, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. first you watch it at 1.5 speed because if you're filming reality TV, obviously you're going to talk slowly. You're thinking about what you're saying. So they talk slowly. 1.5 speed is not a problem. But the other mm-hmm. thing about reality TV and also soap operas is that there are a lot of 
dramatic action shots. If you're watching, you can just scroll. Okay, they're looking, they're posing, they're crushing, they're crying. Okay, oh, they're talking. Now I can watch again. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I watched the whole thing. I have some I have some questions. Yes. And I'm sure you have some thoughts. I have some thoughts. Yes. The first question I have is, can you predict how soon after the start of each episode my stomach started to hurt? I I assume within the first 30 seconds, if I know you well enough. So I did a mathematical average. And for each Mm. episode, I'm watching fast. I'm skimming past all the dramatic crying shots. Sure. But generally speaking, it was two minutes, 12 seconds before my stomach started to hurt on average. Okay. On average. Sometimes I made it all the way to five minutes. But there's always a moment when tense music plays. And I'm like, oh, well, Mm. here we go. (laughs) But here are the Mm -hmm. top four things that I noticed. And then I have questions and then I have a business plan. Okay. Are you ready? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm not messing this around here. I took no, this assignment very seriously. Okay. All right. Let's go. Understanding that all of this is an edited narrative. Shane's, so. Shane in the edit is gross. And I'm not sure yeah. of how much of Shane's emotional connection to someone was someone mm-hmm. stroking his ego and making it easy for him to interrupt them. How much did his emotional progression in this edit rest on the idea that he had someone to interrupt and talk over? Mm, Interesting. He doesn't do well in a room by himself. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Shake, edited and Mm -hmm. unedited, Mm -hmm. is repulsive. Mm -hmm. And the thing that killed me, that had me curled up in a little ball during the reunion, was... How much my heart hurt knowing that Deep Dee was watching all of the footage of the show that she wasn't part of where he was talking about her and when he was talking to camera and then he would not stop talking in the reunion. And I was like, you are probably, is this an act? In the reunion, there are many, many times when everyone tries to get him to stop talking and he won't. Which yeah. is hilarious. Like, wow. Yeah. Self-awareness is not in his skill set. But no. at one point, he says something about she is the goddess and I am the villain for your entertainment. And somebody yeah. in the captioning, and I think it's Nick Lachey, says, man, are you okay? Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that guy is not okay. Also, the fact that he, he decided okay. that the best move for him was to hit on Nick Lachey's wife in front of him. To yeah. hit on so Vanessa. A lot of a lot of issues going on with this guy. Yeah, um, this must have been it, incredible when you were watching yeah. it episode by episode. It was quite incredible, and uh, I mean, I, I mentioned it last time too. It, it like brought up some feelings for me that were beyond, I think, a reality show because I recognize so much of his behavior in men that I've been out with and that I dated. Oh, I cannot imagine. And so, so it was, you know, like that low level. I don't think it was low level, high level hum of like internalized racism, like, you know, misogyny, like it was all so blatant and so over the top that it was just like, wow, nobody could actually be like this. And then I thought about it for a minute. I was like, oh, actually I know men who are like this. So it's nothing, nothing too new. Um, But to see it so hugely displayed. And one thing that I thought was interesting was that they all said, and they all agreed that what we saw was like a sanitized version of the things he said about deep tea. So I cannot imagine what sort of things. And I, I, you know, I said to my friend, I was like, why would they 
edit him to make him better, though, because that's not us- the usual reality show no. tactic. Like, if he's going to say something so out of pocket and wild, they would usually show it. And so I realized, and, and our final conclusion was that the idea of the whole show is that they want the ending to be a surprise. So I'm guessing if he said something truly outrageously racist or cruel, they had to edit it down to something that would be something that she would forgive and that they might actually make a relationship out of. And I think that's actually kind of unfair because I, I, I do want, like, if this is who he is, let everybody see it. So I think it's a little silly that they edit him. I agree. I agree. And if he went on the show deliberately performing villainy, he chose a truly stereotypically gross way of doing it. He was, he was manufacturing so much of the worst of masculine performance mm-hmm. between him mm-hmm. and, and the best part is that he and Shane are cut from very similar molds in their performance. Oh yeah, they're like two sides of the same coin in a lot of ways. And even at Absolutely. the end, Shane is like, I he he was like leading away from him on the couch. Like, I don't want to sit next yeah. to this guy. Stop touching. He did not like Shake touched him at one point. He's like, Don't touch me. Now, one thing that I absolutely mm-hmm. loved was watching people in the course of the show. So as they yeah. start talking, individuals who had connections, their language would shift. And I don't mean just code switching mm-hmm. into different um, different forms of language, but actually developing their own intimate language between them, where they had things they would say to each other all the time and they had private jokes. And the minute they started making private jokes and the audience was in on it, I was like, okay, A, if you're planning that, that's brilliant. Two, how subtle is that development of intimacy? When you have these over-the-top mm-hmm. people performing really awful behavior, you also have these tiny glimpses of the elements of intimacy of language. And I was entirely here for that part. I loved it. Also, yeah. Iana is gorgeous and I just adore her. Oh, yeah. I, there were some great women this season, yeah. I have to say. And even the worst of the women I don't think was as bad as the men so it was a it was a unique season uh in a lot of ways may i just share with you my pedantic nerdy heart for just a moment always they need to stop calling it an experiment i know that every reality show has language and i know that the the bachelor and the bachelorette you're on a journey on a journey and on survivor you're on a dysentery and with life is blind you're on this experiment okay there are actual ethical rules that govern the use of humans and experiments and i'm pretty sure that none of those ethical considerations are part of this show y'all gotta stop calling an experiment every scientist who listens to this is like no and every time like i read an interview with the showrunner um or the creator afterwards and he doubles down on that experiment like he is very committed to the idea that he is performing a social experiment and that is very much not what this is and everybody should know that i agree it is it is reality entertainment and that is all thank you for allowing me to share my pedantic nerdy heart no that's fine i totally understand that one now i have a few questions so first question what is with the gold goblets It's time to take a brief break to hear from our lovely sponsors, and we will be right back. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. 
I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. That was the most brilliant thing because Mm -hmm. it was even with the families. If they went somewhere, Mm -hmm. they had those gold goblets. They were everywhere. And I read that this was for continuity so that you wouldn't have to edit because the levels of the glasses wouldn't go up and down. You can't see through them. Right. That is exactly what it is. Do you have the gold goblets now? Did you buy yourself some? I do want the gold goblets. So the the creator, I believe, said that part of the reason the gold goblets are there because he also wanted it to have an air of luxury. You know, the real idea is that they, this way they can edit what you say out of context and out of order. And that happens with all reality shows. And actually you can see it happening. If you watch closely in any scene and they're eating anything, yeah. you'll notice that they'll go from a full plate to an empty plate, back to a full plate to a yep. half eaten plate. But I love the gold goblets. I love the gold goblets. It was a brilliant <laughs> motif. I also like that there were always scenes of the guys in the guy's side, just like all wrapped up in fluffy blankets. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. men wrapping yourselves mm-hmm. up. I love it. Mm-hmm. But secondary question to the gold goblets. Yeah. What percentage of the time were they absolutely shit face drunk? Oh, I think a lot. Yeah. I think a lot. I think in the pods, especially, I think they're, you know, plied with alcohol and you can kind of see them and you can tell pretty quickly, I think, when some of them are drunk in general. Oh, yes. I mean, they have very like drunky faces. Um, <laughs> drunky faces. Yeah. But I, I do think a lot of it, you know, it's, it's just, it gets them to talk easier. It makes them loosen up. It causes, you know, drama where there is none. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Elise mm-hmm. re, uh, on my site on Smart Bitches recaps The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And her, her mm-hmm. theory is that you just want to stay on the show long enough to get a really good vacation off the network. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking if you're on these reality shows and it's the early part and there's like 14 of you and there's a good chance you're not going to make it through, you're just you're just there for the food and the fluffy blankets and the yeah. wine and the booze. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, that is, uh, there was another South Asian guy on the show who didn't progress. 
And on his TikTok, he talks later on about how much he regrets that he didn't progress so that because yeah. Sheik was then the only representation. And yeah. and he seems like a decent guy. Um, but one thing he said was, you know, there were those of us who were there to actually meet someone. And then there were those of us who, you know, just wanted to be on TV. And so if I wanted to progress, I could have just proposed to somebody and we could have yeah. moved on and been on TV. So yeah. you have to wonder how much of this is kind of self-selection into just being on TV. That was actually my next question for you. In yeah. your opinion, having mm -hmm. watched this and the previous season, how much of the outcome is the product of intention? I am here on this show to meet someone and get married. Mm -hmm. or, and how much of it is how much of the outcome is the pressure? I have to pick someone in order to progress. Mm -hmm. This is the most likely candidate. How much of the outcome is intention versus the external pressure of performing this experiment? I think I think it it must divide along personal lines because I do feel like a couple of the couples from the first seasons were very much, you know, they maybe they didn't intend to find somebody, but they found somebody and they were mm -hmm. ready to stick with them. Mm -hmm. um, and this season, too, I mean, I do think that Nick and Danielle seem to be pretty happy together and they continue to seem to be pretty happy together. Um, and I don't think that they would have just settled for anybody. So I think. I think those two seem pretty solid. And by all accounts from, you know, my research, which is not a lot, which is consists of reading the Reddit board, uh, is that they're both really nice people and, you know, are really nice together. So so I think a lot of their like drama was a little bit edited in for for Fonzies. I loved Ayana for the mm -hmm. fact that there was one scene where Jarrett was going to go out. He's going to go out. Mm -hmm. And she's like, it's Tuesday. He's like, yes, yeah, Taco Tuesday. I'm going out. And, and he's like, are you coming out? And she's like, it's Tuesday. Yeah. And he says, what are you going to do? And she goes, I'm going to binge watch some TV and read my yeah. book. And I was like, I will marry you. I am already yeah. married and I will also marry you <laughs> right now. Let's do this. I love her. She's a good little egg. I hope she, I hope she finds whatever she's looking for. And I really think there are a couple of moments and I don't think it was performance where Jarrett sort of looks at her and is like, Oh, wow. She's amazing. I got to not screw this up. So my final question for you. I have yeah. a business proposal for you. All right. Tell me. I think you and I need to develop the unofficial Love is Blind courtship journal. You know how everybody had those little notebooks with their names on them? Okay. And you know who is serious? I actually dig this. In their journal, right? Okay. Yeah. So what if we create the unofficial uh -huh. Love is Blind courtship journal? journal because you know you and i okay. have been doing courtship questions with the 36 questions yeah. to love you do a whole journal yeah. what are you looking for in a partner what do you what Ooh. are your favorite memories what are your strengths what are the things about your partner that you love i mean i kind of dig this and i also I think there's a huge market for it so so the love struck daily is blind yeah um, love struck daily unofficial love is blind journal i i kind of i kind of love it yeah let's do it if you can't recreate the love is blind pod, you can sit back yeah. to back and answer questions so that you yeah, have to listen. Yeah. You can't see. You have to listen to what they're saying. I love that. Yeah. All right. I have, I have this ideas. Is a business proposal. But I have to say, <laughs> as much as my stomach did hurt, thank you for this suggestion. I, mm -hmm. one, I love talking about this with you. Two, yeah. I agree with you. I can see why watching this with someone that you are partnered with and committed to mm -hmm. helps you visualize problems that you might not have thought of like even the basic yeah. stuff like finances this is why i think there should be a journal the unofficial love is blind love struck daily journal i love it i know 
do you have any love to go from from love is blind for our listeners do you have no i have a love to go from you oh it is always good to try the things that your friends love even when you're pretty sure it's not for you because it helps me understand you better and i appreciate how much you like this and i understand better why you do so thank you uh, you're very welcome. Thank you for keeping an open mind and watching it with me. I'm so excited. Well, now I have to come up with something for you to watch. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and if anybody has any recommendations for us, we'd love to hear them. So yes. please send us an email tell at lovestruckdaily. Yeah, tell us what to watch or what to read at lovestruckdaily at frolic.media. And please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at lovestruckdaily. And always, 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 please leave a review, subscribe, spread the word about our show. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. We wish you a wonderful happily ever after, except for shake. No happiness for you. No, no happiness for you. with you.